With winter coming, and all the health issues it brings, now's the time to make sure your immune system is as strong as it can be and to build your natural immunity. It's time to empower your immune system. Empower supercharges your immunity because it's made from AHCC, one of the most powerful mushroom extracts to ever come out of Japan. It's been shown to enhance your immune protection by over 300%, and it has the robust research to prove it. Empower is my first go-to when it comes to immune support. I personally take it daily and prescribe it to my patients in need of immune support. And who doesn't these days? If you're looking for a way to supercharge your immune system protection and build your natural immunity, Empower is the solution for you. For more information and order, go to theharmonycompany.com. That's theharmonycompany.com. Or call 800-422-5518. 800-422-5518. Use coupon code HOFFMAN20 at checkout and get a 20% first-time discount and free shipping. That's theharmonycompany.com for Empower. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and it's time for our weekly Q&A with Layla, wherein we answer your questions. Questions come to questions at drhoffman.net. And with me today, as usual, is the eponymous Layla, for which this podcast is named. <laughs> I love yes. that word, eponymous. Um, eponymous, yes. Yeah. So, uh, welcome back from Thanksgiving, Layla. How are you doing? Oh, great, Dr. Hoffman. Welcome back to you, too. It was a lovely holiday. We had a nice, quiet holiday. Uh, we actually got together with some very close friends a few days before Thanksgiving because everybody had everywhere else to go to be with family and everything like that. They had to go to different parts of the country, but then we had a nice thanksgiving a quiet thanksgiving at home which was nice we didn't have any turkey oh we had a lamb roast oh, yeah we're not fans of turkey okay yeah yeah i think I'll, yeah. I'll, some people are becoming kind of disillusioned with turkey uh i i kind of like turkey i eat a lot of you know as you when you see me having lunch my regular lunch is uh uh turkey on a grain-free bread like a paleo bread uh -huh. and i don't like to eat too much while you know, in the office because I don't know, it just makes me feel lethargic. So I just have like a little yeah. little sandwich, a oh. little square of uh, you know grain-free bread and uh, uh, some turkey on it. But uh, mm -hmm. the turkey, you know, turkey. I I thought our turkey was pretty good. Um, the way I ex you know, people say, what do you, what are you going to do? You know, when I you know the question last week was, what are you going to do for Thanksgiving? And I said, I'm going up to a place where there are going to be 35 people. Uh, who are uh, family members and friends. And I'm going to spend most of the time talking to the young people who used to be sitting at the kids' table, who now are adults, and their kids are sitting at the kids' table. And I'm going to be talking, oh about, I'm going to be talking to them about what they do and not having any understanding or inkling of what they're telling me. Because the way kids make a living these days, they've got the startups and they've got the, you know, they're working for, you know, Google, Amazon, uh, Apple, you know, it, it is, is so tech oriented. You know, like what happened to yeah. good old fashioned professions like doctor, lawyer, engineer, teacher, professor? No, they're all engaged. They're all in, gone. Yeah. They're all, 
they're all entrepreneurs, you know, and, and, and doing stuff like, uh, I don't know, they're sort of, you know, setting up, you know, networks of some kind. But um, they, they patiently uh, explained to me, uh, you know, as if I were a geezer, you know, what it was they were doing. And I, I gained some understanding of how uh, they are going to conquer the brave new world that we're entering. Um, what was interesting wow. was... Um, so our, our contribution, you know, we always bring something was uh, gluten free stuffing. And I mm. it was, and it was there were so many different dishes there. There was, of course, the regular stuffing. And then there was our contribution of gluten free stuffing uh, made with uh, grain free bread breading and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, all kinds of mm-hmm. ingredients, mushrooms and onions and celery and, you know, frankly, a little bit of uh, Lovely. a little bit of pork sausage, you know, that was uh, mm-hmm. Ed Mix in it, gave it a little bit of flavor. And it was kind of an interesting experiment because I, I, I kept looking at the dishes to see if there was going to be acceptance of it. And to my great uh, surprise and pleasure, uh, ours was the one that was preferentially eaten and it wasn't even labeled gluten-free it was just like the you know place there like kind of a taste test and it kind of outperformed the regular you know gluten laden laden uh stuffing so there that was go. gratifying there, there was like some of the you know uh, go ahead yeah, yeah I, I mean a lot of people assume that oh no no gluten i can't that's going to taste terrible it's not and i want to say right here right now the best brownie I ever had in my life was gluten-free and made from almond flour. Mm-hmm. This is I mean, it, it's beautiful stuff. Exactly, and this yeah. is not to say this is not to say that I did not indulge in all manner of food uh, because it's kind of an all-day affair. Good. We begin, you know, we arrive yeah. at around noon and we begin eating. So, like the the bagels and the locks get put out and the cold cuts and the, you know. So, I just had a little bit of everything. Uh, the main, th- I didn't, I didn't restrict myself to anything. I just kind of like, uh, kind of chilled in terms of quantity. <laughs> so, uh-huh. Uh-huh. so good. You good. know, so it was like one plate and then i wanted to have seconds but i said you know with the turkey and uh, and uh, you know the the mashed potatoes and the yep, brussels sprouts and all the, you know all that stuff i said i have one plate you know and i'm just not gonna go you know it tasted really yummy and then out came the desserts yeah. and it was the cheesecake <laughs> and the you know you know all kinds of you know tempting, right. and the ice cream and, and i i said you know it's thanksgiving i had a little bit of everything which instantaneously produced a lot of nasal congestion because when I get a lot of, when I eat a lot of dairy, but you know, I kind of like, okay, blow my mm. nose, sneeze a couple of times. Um, what That's was it. interesting from a medical standpoint, you know, for, mm-hmm. for a couple of years, these big gatherings just didn't happen, you know, and, uh, yeah. yeah. This year, uh, nobody was wearing a mask, which was interesting. Uh, mm. everybody was there in close what quarters. A, what a- how lovely to see everybody's beautiful face once again. Exactly. Honestly, uh, honestly. There was a bit of a toll, though, because uh, I don't think nobody told me that they came down with COVID, but a couple of people afterwards came down with colds. I don't know. Maybe it was the mm. stress of traveling because some people came from the West Coast. You know, there was a lot of, you know, uh, stress, uh, time zone change and a lot of, you know, confined spaces for some people coming there. But it was interesting this that... Uh, the day after, uh, we stayed at a hotel 
uh, nearby the mm-hmm. house where the Thanksgiving was. So it's like it's the day before and then the day after. So the day after you kind of come in uh, and you have more food, <laughs> you know, kind of leftovers yes. and, and more food because it's and it's like a lot of you're like a it's sort of like speed dating, talking to a lot of different people. And um, uh, a couple of people who were staying at the hotel uh, said they had food poisoning. Uh, they oh, had no. like, vomiting and diarrhea. And uh, I said that it was probably the result of one dish that had spoiled because when something comes on that oh. fast, you know, it could come on within hours. And yeah. it is usually due to something called staff. And what's different about staph as a source of food poisoning is it's the toxin, not the bacteria that causes the problem. So if you get salmonella, mm-hmm. for example, salmonella is a type of food poisoning. There's also Campylobacter food poisoning. It actually develops yeah. a few days. De- e. coli, for example. E. coli, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's the, the what's called uh, turista commonly. It's due to a bacteria and the bacteria starts to multiply in your GI tract and creates toxins and a, you know, bad outcome. Yeah. This one, it's the staff does not so much multiply. It's not the live staff. It's the toxin of the staff. So the good part is that you get sick really quickly after ingesting it because it's like you're you're taking in a poison to your GI tract. But uh-huh. uh, it's self limited. It usually doesn't unless you are you know really immune compromised or have really a bad gut. Uh, usually the vomiting and diarrhea last for about a day and self limited. So that as I predicted. People were out and about after, you know, a few hours of uh, misery. Um, so that happened there, and you know, we we just wow. And this was in the, this was guests in the hotel, not your group of thirty five. Well, what I expected is I I called ahead to the to the people staying at the house, which is like you know all the the you know the the, the children who had flown in for the event. The house has a lot of bedrooms. A lot of people crash there, and I just I said. Oh my God, is there going to be like a horrendous scene of people, you know, uh, hanging out in the toilets there? And uh-huh. none of the people in the house got sick. So I guess okay. it's possible that it was something in the hotel. Uh, or mm. it could have just been, I suspect that with these incidents, some people are more resilient to it. They have either better genes or they have a better microbiome. Uh, and, uh, they are more resistant to this. Um, and, uh, you know, I had not a trace. Or of they problem. didn't eat that particular food. Or they didn't eat that particular food, but we couldn't nail it down. We yeah. just couldn't, you know, it, it was like, I see. we said, oh, did you eat the string beans? Oh, did you eat the mushroom caps? Oh, did you eat the, you know, the somebody made right. a homemade pizza? You know, I, but it, it was just impossible to pin down. So yeah. um, anyway, uh, so it was interesting, too, is talking to some of the young people, because these are now they're now parents with young children. The people, mm-hmm. the, the, the folks who 20 years ago were sitting at the kids table now have, you know, kids um, and yeah. young kids. And so uh, what do they do health wise? Well, some of them uh, had, you know, frankly, they were getting a little, you know, uh, dad bod and a little bit of weight gain associated <laughs> with, you know, the stressful life of being parents. Uh-huh. And but many of them were very healthy and really attempting to stay healthy amid the stress of, you know, most of them worked and had kids. And so it's, yeah. it's stressful for them. But they do carve out the time to do exercise. 
Um, a couple of the guys uh, do jujitsu, which I guess is kind of a the fashion, you know, because like the Zuck, you know, uh, uh, uh-huh. Zuckerberg from Facebook, Facebook, yeah. or now Meta, is a big uh, jujitsu guy, you know, and uh, so they. It turns out that jujitsu is something that gives them a good workout in a relatively short period of time. Uh, Martial one, arts are wonderful. Yeah, one guy reported mm-hmm. losing fifteen pounds on a low-carb diet, which has one mm-hmm. cheat day. And he says, the cheat day, you can have whatever you want. And I said, you know, so he said, well, you know, I get like ice cream and pie. And let me th- I said, okay, so isn't that kind of reinforcing? Because in the aftermath of eating all that stuff, don't you feel like crap? And he said, yes. And he said, there's actually some genius to a program like that because, you you know, you 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 thinking that you're in deprivation of these things, you gorge yourself because you only have one day to do it. And he said that... Is it one day? Is it one day a week? One cheat, cheat, one day, cheat day, one cheat day per week. Right. So, I see. Yeah. So he, so he has like the pizza and the ice cream and and he says he just feels so knocked out from that that uh, yeah. he's, those cheat days are becoming more and more modest. You know? And he's lost 15 That's pounds. It. Even with a cheat day, he's lost right. 15 pounds. Um, you know, it's very. You know low, what I call that? Yeah, yeah, I call that. I call that the body remembers insults. Okay, Good. when you feel all knocked out from something like that, yeah. you achieve such a level of wellness. You feel so much better. A low carb diet may be the ultimate anti-inflammatory diet, and then you reintroduce all this toxic stuff. Yeah, I don't know why they call it food, but and then that's what happens. Another it's thing, like a really bad hangover. Yeah. Another thing I noticed was that one of the thing, you know, is we're seeing our generation age, and almost the common denominator of the generation is back problems. Back problems really seem to mm. afflict even some of the most athletic people. You know, the skiers and uh, you know the the very athletic people who are now uh, in their seventies. Uh, many of them are experiencing very uh, limiting back problems. And so I guess that what that mm-hmm. argues for is, you know, in middle age and when you're young, uh, you know, work on core, work on flexibility, do yoga, uh, spare Absolutely. yourself uh, the need for, you know, multiple back surgeries and, uh, you know, steroid injections. Uh, these are mm-hmm. some of the things that are starting to crop up in terms of uh, pretty much cross the board health problems for some of the folks who are older. So, um, right. you know, I, I kind of looked at it a little bit from a uh, you know, medical perspective, but, uh, you know, it was it was all good. And, uh, you know, uh, my strategy for getting through the holidays is I'm going to exercise. I think exercise is actually a great counterforce because I got a lot of dinners planned. You know, people are coming to town mm-hmm. and they're saying, you know, let's have dinner. And, you know, you eat a little bit off off the ranch. Sometimes, yeah, uh, and I think sure. exercise is a good counterforce to the holiday blahs and the weight gain that you experience. I jumped on the scale, and sure enough, uh-huh. I had gained two pounds. And within wait, uh, wait, 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 Doctor Hoffman, wait, 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 wait. Yeah. When when a patient comes in and tells me they gained two pounds or they lost two pounds, two pounds in either direction to me says water table. Yeah. It could well be. Status. It could well be. Yeah. More than anything. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And but sure enough, you know, getting back on my usual regimen. Um, yeah. I, I I came back to you know my normal weight. You know, so 
Mm-hmm. So not, not that I'm encouraging a lot of people to jump on the scale every day, but I, I find it kind of an interesting science fair project. Oh, another thing that was interesting is that one mm-hmm. of the kids who doesn't have diabetes, does not have diabetes, you, I, I noticed he was yeah. wearing a CGM. And he's actually, he was actually the guy on the, on the low-carb diet. And I said, that's interesting. He says, yeah, I use an app. He's like a really tech guy. He works for Amazon. And uh, he says that this you know, informs me of, of the effect of sleep deprivation and exercise and diet on my blood sugar. It, it's, I thought that was very Absolutely. cool that he takes an interest in, you know as what? a non-diabetic. Yeah. Sleep deprivation is a big one. Yeah. People don't realize that it could really skew your blood sugar when you're sleep deprived. Absolutely. So that that's and that's a big thing that happens around the holidays. Right. Everybody's out and about. It's late, uh, up later than usual, so forth and so on. That has an impact too. Yeah. And, and he, you know, rather than ha- getting on a scale, you know, how, by the way, your clothes fit. Yeah. How you're doing with everything, you know, in and, terms of any overindulgence. And that's why mm-hmm. I insist on say, you know, I want to keep wearing my clothes. That's another thing. You know, I know that's a kind right. of, that sounds a little bit like a female preoccupation, but you know, I like the stuff I picked out, and I don't want to have to, you know, retool my wardrobe. You don't uh, want to have to buy new clothes or yeah. go to the store. So, so right. what? Another thing that he noted, you know, with this app that he wears on his wrist and that actually uh, corresponds mm-hmm. to his phone as well, uh, is that. The travel thing had him had his blood sugar all blown up uh, between the sleep deprivation, the time zone change from the West Coast to the East Coast. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, um, you know, the the you know lack of his regular regimen, exercise regimen. Um, but um, uh, what he did was interesting. He's, he tried to keep his family uh, on West Coast time. He, this was his, mm-hmm. his 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 commitment was he was trying to keep it so that uh, they did not under have to and he has two small kids and a wife and he he said let's let's just not reset our watches so that we remain on West Coast time because it's a little less stressful kind of interesting that makes sense that makes sense for a yeah. short trip for a short trip well mm-hmm. sure anyway yeah. so there, there's just some health observations for Thanksgiving we hope that you had a uh, good Thanksgiving, and you weren't a casualty of Thanksgiving as some people were. Um, but uh, you know, it's no, uh, it, it it came and went. Yeah. you know, one down, two to go, as I like to say around this time of year. Exactly, one down, two more holidays to go, and then a Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> That's a, a national yeah. holiday. All right. Good point at which to pause because we want to allow one of our sponsors an opportunity to share an important message with you before we get into questions. So here goes. Listen up. This holiday season, give the gift of decadent high flavanol dark chocolate to your loved ones. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular deaths. The FDA recently issued a qualified health claim saying that high flavanol cocoa may help prevent cardiovascular disease. It may even be a helpful tool in managing cognitive decline and improving mood. Flavonatural's Dark chocolate bars and cocoa powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate with great flavor and minimal sugar. So this holiday season, do what I'll be doing and gift your loved ones with decadent dark chocolate that has the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. Just go to flavanaturals.com and use coupon code HOFFMAN20 for 20% off. 
site-wide. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $30. That's flavanaturals.com, coupon code HOFFMAN20 for 20% off now through December 10th. Get it in time for Christmas at flavanaturals.com. Thanks for listening. And thanks for supporting our sponsors. They're what make Intelligent Medicine a continuing free resource to you. And now back to our questions. Layla, what have people, uh, people written to us via questions at drhoffman.net? Uh, we've got an email here from Sheila. Hello, Dr. Hoffman. I would like you to give your opinion on sites such as muesli.com and forhers.com that administer prescription medications such as oral minoxidil, dutasteride for hair loss via an online questionnaire. Yeah, it's this interesting. This is a trend now, online yeah. prescriptions. Yeah, this We've is had a, a similar question before. Yeah. I actually included uh, online dispensers of prescriptions on my list of least favorite things uh, because... Uh, it's a disruptive technology. So, you know, in the old days, we used to have travel agents. Uh, we used to have we used to have doctors. You know, you would go to the doctor, you know, and you would get a yeah. your prescription or a medication. Uh, you know, we used to have all kinds of services. Uh, you know, even we have accountants, but now we have uh, you know online you know things that you know do your taxes for you. Um, and that's a form of innovation. And I guess that's that's also what a lot of young people want to do because they don't want to just get a job. They want a startup. And startups are a little bit like, you know, the uh, eggs that, you know, frogs or fish lay, you know, like they lay, you know, a thousand eggs and, you know, they may be having a, a couple of dozen survivors. Uh, but, yeah. you know, through through sheer force of numbers, some of them break through. And the technology mm -hmm. is generalizable. So if you've worked for Google or if you work for Amazon or if you work for any of these tech companies, you can, you know, you pretty much have the wherewithal to do the coding to set up your own online dispensary of whatever, whatever service yeah. or product. You know. So <laughs> so they're doing that with uh, first they had this thing uh, for hymns, I guess, uh, because you're talking about mm -hmm. for hers. And for him, yeah. you, know, you can get, uh, you know, Viagra, you can get, you know, medications, you can get, you know, men are concerned about hair loss, they can get hair loss medication. Um, and But my concern was that there are some online services which prescribe psychiatric medication. Like if you think you have ADD, they'll do a quick screening for you. They'll ask, you know, are you easily distracted? You know, do you are you, did you have lousy grades? Uh, blah, blah, blah. You know, things that a lot of people experience. And then they give you ADD medication online. They send it yeah. to you in a plain yeah. brown wrapper. Or they could give you an antidepressant. And I think that's mm. that's not good because I think that... Uh, it's best if a uh, professional sees you. Now, it's no guarantee that the professional won't be just like the online thing. Just say, whatever you want, I'll dispense it. You know, it's like, you know, it pays you money and here's your pre here's your prescription. Right. Um, but And I, your, your appointment is for seven minutes because I have to see 40 people after you. Exactly. Yeah. But that's the way it is online, yeah. too. They push the productivity and they kind of uh, <clears throat> force... The practitioners, many of whom are not doctors, many of them are nurse practitioners or PAs, physician assistants. Mm -hmm. They're licensed. Uh, they are trained, but maybe they're going to take a little less care in dishing out meds. And we do yeah. have, I mean, I, I recount the situation of a patient who um, came to me after kind of a failed 
uh, uh, endeavor with online dispensers of psych meds. I mean, she tried one, it didn't work. She tried another, it didn't work. Each time she talked to a different practitioner. Finally, she talked to, you know, because they supposedly assign you a practitioner, but people come and go on these sites. You know, they get other jobs. Um, and uh, they uh, uh, finally, they were told like, well, this is not working. Well, we think you have bipolar disorder and we don't treat that. So you need to see somebody. But they didn't give her a mm. referral. They could, you know, which if I can't help somebody, I, it's my obligation to make a referral, you know, as sure. I mean, it's, sure. it's, it's really part of, uh, it's a medical legal requirement. And so mm-hmm. there's actually been, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of blowback about some of these online sites. Now for, Muesli, which is not, it's, it's a play on words. It's not muesli like, you know, the breakfast cereal from Switzerland. Not like the cereal. <laughs> right. It's spelled M-U-S-E-L-Y. And that's a place mm-hmm. where you can get prescription cosmetics. I guess prescription cosmetics are things like Retin-A or things like that, you know, which, or, or, uh, you know, maybe depilatories, prescription, you know, hair removal things that are by prescription, uh, or, uh, for women, things that can promote hair growth like minoxidil. Minoxidil is interesting. Yeah. It's a blood pressure medication where very low doses of it can. Um, it One of the side effects is it causes you to turn into a werewolf. You know, you just get hair all over your body. Uh, so it oh, made golly. it an undesirable blood pressure medication. Oh, no. Uh, but when used at very low doses, like really tiny doses, mm-hmm. it can actually... Uh, help with hair growth. It's also used as topical minoxidil, but oral minoxidil can also do that. So minoxidil, yeah, you know. Uh-huh. I don't know. You know, it's it's fairly innocuous if it's skin. I, you know, I would prefer a professional dermatologist, uh, even a cosmetologist who understands some of these things better as a professional than, um, you know, just going online. Uh, the other one exactly. is for hers, right, which is kind uh-huh. of the... Yeah. Uh, Alter ego to four hymns, and uh, they offer uh, again. You know some of the hair stuff. Uh, they uh, they also offer sexual health products. Well, what's a sexual health product? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know some things like birth control. Um, you know yeah. a little bit of concern because birth control pills can have adverse effects and for example if you're uh, overweight and a smoker and you have high blood pressure and even if you're 30 years old you take a birth control pill you can get a you can get a stroke so hopefully they have some kind Absolutely. of algorithm that prevents that uh, they sell yeah. uh, a cold sore kit which is uh, an antiviral medication um, mm. but uh, you know they say prescription mm-hmm. products require an online consultation with a medical professional who will determine if prescription is appropriate well how much screening do they do um, right you know right the, you know like myconazole you know for yeast infection okay not a biggie uh, I don't think that's over I think that's over the counter um, uh-huh they actually have like a, a monostat of what, yeah mm-hmm. they actually have a story about a kid who uh, was uh, his motive for starting up for hymns, I think, was his father had, you know, some really severe health problems and he was trying to help him. And this kid was knocking around. He was for a while. He was like, you know, selling, uh, you know, food out of his apartment. You know, and he was really like down in the dumps. And then he did the startup, which was enormously successful. And he's now a billionaire. (laughs) So it's it. You know, I can see why the kids, you know, startup is the the uh, word du jour 
among kids uh-huh. because it is a fast track to enormous wealth or crash and burn. <laughs> you know? mm-hmm. But uh, you know, you entrepreneurship. You attract, yeah, yeah, you attract funding. It's like a Shark Tank thing. You know, it's a Shark Tank. Sure, very sure. Shark Tank. Yeah, and there are more. There are more venture capitalists. Around yeah, yeah people point, just, and it's, uh, people looking for more yeah. returns on their money than they can get from just investing in stocks or bonds, you know. Yes, uh, you know, yes. Because there, you you can get windfall profits from things like that, like in the triple digits, mm-hmm. if it works. If it works, you know, people have money money to if throw at these things, and if it's a good idea, they'll they'll back it. So uh, I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. a little bit uh, ambivalent about these sites. Because of the lack of supervision, and actually, some of these, I think there's going to be some regulation because two, they, they're actually purveying. For example, weight loss drugs. That's that's going to be really uh-huh. big online, without you know proper medical uh, supervision or screening. Uh, a lot of people are going to be able to buy the weight loss drugs. I mean, you can even do it through Weight mm-hmm. Watchers now. Weight Watchers said, you know, uh, if you can't. Um, if you can't beat them, join them. And, you know, mm-hmm. it used to be about willpower. Now it's about, hey, uh, we'll give you, we'll sell you diet food and we'll also sell you injectors so that you can inject a Zempic or Monjaro. Um, oh. yeah. yeah, that's capitalism. Right. Yep. It, yeah. Yeah. But, well, you know, we'll see. It kind of, it kind of takes the, the, good old-fashioned doctor out of the equation. Uh, right. I, I mean, I like to do an assessment. Which is know. not a great thing. No. Which I, is not a great thing. It, uh, and we see this in people who self-prescribe and they come into us, well, what have you been doing? You know, well, I've been taking high-dose niacin for the last two years or I've been taking red yeast rice for the last two years. I, and what's going on with my liver function? That's why I keep saying, well, you needed to stop taking that. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> you needed to be supervised and followed when you're taking something like that, yep. for example. And, so, and that and that argues for know. the role of the professional uh, medical nutritionist. Absolutely. Uh, you know, A consult, right. It's, it's called MNT, medical nutritional therapy, uh, which means mm-hmm. that there are implications. You know, supplements are not entirely innocuous. There's certain ones that are preferential. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it requires some expertise to wield them, you know, which you right. and I have acquired through hard work and keeping abreast of all the latest developments. So anyway, yeah. um, okay. that's my take. All right. Good point at which to pause go. because mm-hmm. uh, we divide our podcast into two parts, as many of you know. And if you're a novice, uh, we generally go for oh, right, 20 minutes, five minutes or so on average in part one. And then part two gives us an opportunity to answer some more questions. So uh, let's um, adjourn to part two. Mm-hmm. And give us a preview, Layla, of what we're going to tackle in part two. What's the next question? Mm, Judy says, my granddaughter suffers terrible cramps during her monthly periods. Okay. So let's tackle that question when we mm-hmm. return. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman today with Layla Mutin. It's our weekly Q&A with Layla. And you can send questions to questions at drhoffman.net. Uh, for our radio program, it's uh, uh, 877 Wait a minute. <laughs> I have to look up the number. You know, when I'm not broadcasting, uh, I sometimes forget. I'll give out the number next time. It's I've got the number. It's 877-726-8255. 
Okay. That's 877-726-8255. Okay. So if you call that number during the show, Mm -hmm. the show is aired uh, from noon to 2 p.m. on Saturdays. We'll take your call. But some people, uh, you know, not a convenient time. So they call during the week and they record a question and then we use those questions as they go into our uh, uh, email box. And then we uh, rebroadcast the questions and I answer them on the air. All right. A lot of ways to get questions to us. Uh, We'll adjourn to part two. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.